Okay. All right. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another Combo with Mo episode. It's your girl Mo Diggs, and I'm here with the gang. Gang, 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 gang. gang. <laughs> you guys are never gonna get it together, and that's okay. That's our swag. That's our swag now. <laughs> but um, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. I I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in so long, as far as like as a unit, you know. Oh, but as far as you guys, you guys know, I'm here with Lindsay. Lindsay, say what's up. Hey guys, what's poppin'? It's your girl Lindsay at Crown by Grace on Instagram, now E in the Crown, and on YouTube. And you got your boy Lawrence Green. Hello, my beautiful kings and queens. Mm-hmm. Even in the pandemic, we mm-hmm. are kings and queens. Even, and in the, even in the pandemic, okay, you heard? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so excited to like kind of just get gather with you guys. As you guys know, we are not in the studio anymore because we are abiding to the social distancing laws. Um, right now we're on a call, a video chat with each other, and yeah. everybody looks so amazing and quarantined. Um, but really quickly, let's talk about how coronavirus is affecting you two individually. Let's start with you, Lawrence. Um, well, it, it hasn't been affecting my life in the sense of I haven't been able to stay home in quarantine because I work in the healthcare field. Mm. And so um, the beauty of being able to work in healthcare is you're essential and you always have a job, but yet you are on the front lines. Yeah. Um, so, and I even thought, you know, even at the working at the um, medical examiner's office working with the dead that I would be, you know, free from exposure. But obviously the dead now can kind of get the coronavirus. <laughs> so, um, and then just the people of interaction. So, um, yeah, just always keep me in prayer. Um, I've just been blessed enough that um, with my transition at my particular job that um, I'm not too close to particular people or haven't been uh, in a place where uh, I've been exposed. But definitely keep your hospitals and healthcare people in prayer because um, we're definitely, um, if you don't live in a urban area, well, shoot, anywhere, you we're running out of supplies and different things like that. So if you're able to like donate or give or, you know, stay home when you know you just got a headache or you know know you didn't miss your period three times this you may be all you you're pregnant it's okay you can you can miss out on coming to the hospital (laughs) (laughs) tip from lawrence don't be don't be harassing them y'all they got do you heard the man they on the front line okay they got some things to handle um, we're definitely gonna keep you in prayer, Lawrence. What about you, Lindsay? What is it like on your end? It hasn't been too bad. Um, I've been quarantined for the most part. I mean, I feel like I still go out here and there, like to the grocery store and stuff. Um, but like I was saying earlier, like last week I had maybe like two or three hair appointments and no one had canceled. So that was, <laughs> it was like I'm still, getting, I'm still getting my hair done. I was like, okay, sis, I hear you. So That was interesting. But I mean, for the most part, it's been chill. I think it's been a little bit, you know how like when you're a homebody, so you don't really be going out that much anyway. But then when you're forced to stay in the house and you're just like, um, I got to go out. (laughs) So that's been interesting. So I feel like I find reasons to go. Like I'll be like, oh, I ran out of snacks. I'm going to go get some. So that's been interesting. But it hasn't been too bad, I guess. I think the only part that has been a little difficult actually is like, watching these services online like like Sunday morning like people would get up on time and still watch their service on time I was 
I you was asleep. I was asleep. I was, oh, asleep. I was like, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna catch it later. <laughs> so that was. Bro, I be catching it later even when it ain't a pandemic. So what <laughs> 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 control. That has been interesting. But other than that, it hasn't been too bad. Um, like Lauren said, like I think we've just been blessed that like no one in my family has fallen sick, and so we're thankful for that. And just you know, trying to not be too bored in the house time um I as far as me I'm kind of in the same boat as you I never realized how much how much of a homebody I am like I am not I like this is not affecting me at all like I, I'm literally not affected I'm like I got my man like I got my, <laughs> I got my my laptop I could rec- oh yeah I mean I could record with, virtually with my team <laughs> I gotta leave the house well, <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, I was like, dang, am I low-key an introvert? Like, mm-hmm. I must be an extroverted introvert because I, y'all, I'm so unfazed. Like, you know how people are like, I, at least I want the option. I'm like, Mm-mm, don't give me the option because I still ain't going to go. <laughs> I don't need it. Like, Thank you, Lord. You must have done it. And I've been spending more time in my prayer closet. The Lord knew what he was doing, okay? <laughs> he was making a move, okay? He said, I'm going to get your attention. I was like, mm, yes, Lord, you got it. I'm here. What's up? <laughs> Full attention. <laughs> Full attention, okay? I don't got nothing to do but to pray, to be at your feet, okay? But I feel like that's been, funny enough, that's been, like, something a lot of people have been saying. Like, they've really been more intentional about their quiet time and just, like, prayer and, you know. Yeah. So that's, that's good. It ain't no rush. I don't got nothing to do but to be yeah. at your feet, okay? Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of being at the Lord's feet, let's get into the topic of today. As you guys know by the um, title, this joint is going to be juicy, okay? We are talking about not having fear of the future. Um, Recently, I got a DM on Instagram from a lovely college girl, okay? Um, And she asked me a couple of questions, and we're going to kind of break them down into parts and um, just go over all of it. So, This was what the DM said, guys. She was like, can you do a podcast about fear of your future? With graduation coming up, I know some people, including myself, have the devil in their heads right now saying you're not going to make it in the real world. You will be a failure, blah, blah, blah. Um, And it has two parts to it. So right now, first, I want to tackle this part. Um, Based off your guys' experience, as far as, like, you know, graduating, being out of college... What did what what are some what is some advice you could give this girl um, as far as kind of you know graduating and getting into the real world? Mm-hmm. I'll start with you, Linz. Huh. Um. From my own experience, like when I was in undergrad, my I feel like undergrad is when I really came to like draw super close to God and like my relationship with God became super personal so from freshman year to about junior year like I didn't I wasn't there was not much that I was fearful of in terms of the future now I don't know what happened my senior year I think maybe like towards spring semester then I started like getting super anxious about graduating and I don't even know where it came from like I started getting anxious about like graduating like oh my gosh graduation is coming what if I don't make it? and I don't know where that was stemming from like I wasn't failing any classes or anything but I, I became fearful of graduation I became fearful like dang what am I gonna do after school because at the time like 
even though I had kind of started applying for stuff, I, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do per se, because my degree was in business communication. So it was kind of like, you have options, you know, you can do marketing, you can go into communications, etc. So I think like the, also the variety of options that were being presented and not necessarily knowing pinpoint what I wanted to do was kind of scaring me in terms of like, okay, well, you know, what's going to happen with my life? Um, and it's still something that I, I battled, I'd say, even up until like last year, like let's say like the end of last year, it was still something I battled, like just uncertainty. And the thing is like, we'll never know all the answers. Like we're never, we're never going to know how it all works out. Right. But the thing is that if we, like I've come to a point where I realized if you just like, if God is the center of your life and if God is the one who is ordering your steps and God is the one who is in control of your life, like you just have, like, you just have to move by faith sometimes. Right. So I don't know if she's in the position where like she's already applying to things or what or what may or what may have you. But if she knows what she wants to do or if she knows the field that she wants to work in, like she should start researching that, you know, she should start seeing what job titles are out there or what positions that she feels um, she has an interest in or that, you know, kind of highlights her skill set, skill set or what she's good at um, and just start applying to those you know perk up your resume because the reality is as much as God is in control and God is sovereign like there's still things that we can control and there's still power that God has given us so you know start applying to things start finding what what it is that you like and it's not to say like if you find a job today you'll be in that job for 10 years it might change the next year you know but you just have to like take a step of faith and make a move um but also God has not given us the the spirit of fear. fear yeah that is not God's will for our life that is not God's plan for our life like there is no decision that we can make out of fear that is a good decision mm. like God is literally sovereign and I think that we just have to get to the point where we're t- completely confident that even if we make the wrong decision that God has got enough to steer us right on track and so even if it's concerning graduation, even like, God forbid, like if she doesn't graduate the semester, she will graduate. You know what I'm saying? And so yep. we can't, we can't be living in this constant fear of like, what if, what if, what if, because there's a million and 10 things that can happen. But I think at the end of the day, it's just knowing that God is in control. Like whatever it is, the Bible says that he is able to work all things for our good. Amen. So sis, you're going to make it, you're going to graduate, you're going to get a job. Don't be afraid of the future. Just take a step of faith and do what you got to do. This is good, girl. You you put into me. <laughs> um, I feel like right now in the season that we're in, as far as you know, Corona and everything, people are being more so affected also because they're not even having graduation. Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. they're yeah. really getting thrown into the yeah. real world. Yeah. Um. And so, Lawrence, what is some advice that you have as well? Lawrence, Lindsay made some really good points. Um. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what is some things that you can add to that, Lawrence? Um, things I, I I can only give from a perspective of things I wish I knew. Ooh, that's what we need, baby. Um, I wish I would have known it was gonna be hard. Mm. Um, I think we we have a preconceived notion of knowing 
that the climate of which we in or where people have student loans and people are having a hard time finding jobs after they graduate or even using something that they went to their degree for. But we kind of have this expectation of just like, well, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Or that we could be the exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Or that we start to see the friends around us being the exception to the rule and we're not. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember uh, graduating back in 2012 and one of my roommates that's still one of my great male friends today um, end up getting a six-figure job right after college. Mm-hmm. Another one end up getting a uh, medical school job where she moved halfway across the state. Mm-hmm. You know, another one went home, you know, for a year. And um, another one got married and moved. And so, uh, you know, another one went to do, do her master's program. So, you know, you're seeing all these people doing certain things mm-hmm. and you start to compare yourself. I wish I wouldn't have compared myself mm. to other people and allowed my path to be my path. And another thing I wish I wouldn't have done was plan my life based off other people. Because sometimes we can be in college and we hang around these people every single day. And it's just like, okay, so and we, we, we planned classes together. We yeah. planned our lunches together, our study sessions and different things together. Or we knew them at Bible study. And so we've seen these people on a day-to-day basis. And you start to think that this, you, you can lose sight of the fact of why you're really there. Mm-hmm. And what you're there to do like this is the the stepping stone to get to the place that where god is trying to prepare you to Mm -hmm. this is not your forever Mm -hmm. and so we can get around those kinds of people and build those relationships and then uh plan our lives and then everybody else starts doing something different it's like wait 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 i thought we were gonna be i thought everybody was gonna be around i thought so-and-so was gonna be around to help me or and it's just like if you're not married (laughs) Or if you ain't got no kids, or that kid you ain't put them up for adoption, then you you there is no way, shape, or form that you should be planning your life around anybody else but yours. Because yeah. all your friends could die in a car accident tomorrow. Then what you gonna do? Yeah. And so it's just like being able to figure out okay what it is that that is, and then also to not being financially independent. Because a lot of times we'll end up going back home and thinking we enjoyed the freedom from college, that the freedom it brought, but we're not financially independent in that way. So we have not, you're not, you're not fully adulting, let's be honest, unless we are financially independent from like where your parents are paying more than, you know, 50 to 75% of your income. Mm. And so, um, you know, dealing and struggling with that. And I think also, too, during that time period, it was just very hard, like, not to get dark, but there was a time period where I had attempted suicide because Mm. of just the... I had allowed myself to magnify my issues and my current state and the issues that I was going through and the change and my inability to adapt to the changes that were happening at that time. Mm. Um, to magnify more value than my life. Mm. And I think that's where we kind of get into uh, where it talks about in the Bible, well, you know, where, you know, it talks about, you know, I take care of the birds and isn't food, isn't the clothes on your back, isn't your future, you know, all these things that you so-called like to value. Yeah. That, 
doesn't that have more value? Do, no, doesn't your life have more value than that? Yeah. And so I think a lot of times we get to this place where, granted, some of us, we may not be so fearful that we're trying to kill ourselves. Okay? Mm. Some of us are like, okay, I'm not that dramatic, right? But then we, uh, we have some people that are at that place where it's like, you know what, this does seem un bearable that this does seem so much greater but the truth of the matter is is that whatever it is that you're putting you're magnifying more than your own life it's time to you kind of have to allow God to reevaluate and allow the love of God to show you that your life like he has your life in his hands right and it and he has invested something in you and to hold fast to the promise keeper mm-hmm. and allow um, uh, allow him to continue to lead and guide you and to uh, not allow the distractions and the things that you're seeing right now to block you from seeing what truly matters. Mm-hmm. Mm, Lawrence, you just, you just you went the, in. Right, you just went in. Both of y'all really just, mm, excuse me, went in. Um, I think something that we can take from both of what you guys said was from Lindsay is more so just like moving without fear than with from what Lawrence is saying is also just pre- like preparing realistically, but trusting that God is by your side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of the times we have, a, especially with like graduation and with new things, there's a fear of our future one, because we're not trusting in God, but two, because we just haven't done our research. Yeah. We just don't, we, we, it's there. We have the opportunity to, to see a little bit of what's going to happen, but we just haven't done our research. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's your responsibility as a student or maybe going into a new career field or maybe even a new passion. Yeah. A lot of times we're just fearful because we don't know what what it beholds and God is willing to show you what it beholds mm-hmm. you know he says something about you know if you wisdom it's all freely given like yeah. you want the if knowledge, any man lacks wisdom, wisdom let him ask me, God. you know what I'm saying you want the knowledge God will give it to you God will even show you parts of your future if you rely on him to you know what I'm saying show it to you yeah and that, and that can give you the confidence that can show you that my life is worth it although in this very moment I can't really see it I know that God has given me something to hold on to or maybe even just finding a scripture to hold on to I one of my favorite scriptures I haven't read it in a very long time is what is it where it says that um he's faithful and just to complete a work in which he started yeah so that scripture, I literally am like, I know that God is not a liar. I know that God's word stands true. Yeah. And so I know that God is, not, he, he started this work in me. I didn't have, I don't have the desire to graduate. I don't have the desire to get a big girl job. I don't have a desire. <laughs> my past, I don't have a desire to pay bills. Okay. That's not in my plans, but yeah. God started this work and he has, and I, there's purpose behind it. And right. so he right. is faithful and just to complete it, you know? Right. Right. And so leaving it in his hands, finding scripture that will hold you down. Um, you like the, don't let the devil speak those ugly nothings into your ear that you be a failure, that you're not going to make it because you will, because God already wrote it. It's already written. Um. Okay, you. She, she got us going in. We finna start. Right? <laughs> and that's just question number one. <laughs> you know, right? That's just question number one. We need to get into the number two. Okay, so let's go back to her DM, y'all. 
Um, so in her DM, she said, also, for people graduating in relationships, my boyfriend got a new job. And instead of me being fully happy, I find myself worrying about our future. Like, okay, he has a new job, making more than your typical after grad salary. And is our relationship going to work? Am I still good enough for him? Is he going to put me on the back burner? All of these questions just about post-grad. Um, I, I wanted to split the two up because I feel like it's unfair to be like, oh, you know, go in your relationship without fear of the future. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. You've got to, I, I, you know, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let, this time I'm going to let Lawrence go first. Lawrence, what, how do you feel about this, um, her relationship and just her fear of it ending and all this stuff? Um, I, I, as I, I mentioned, that was one of the things that, you know, I wish I had known planning my future, planning my future based off somebody else. Yeah. And if he hasn't promised you any rain then nothing is for certain but if the, i believe that if it was a if it's sincere if it's something like you know god ordained god led that there's going to be some sign is that it doesn't matter what what's going on currently or what my current status is i choose to be committed to you yeah and um i think her fears already um just show kind of like some red flags mm um of of okay if he it's just like i was with you before you were you know before you had the big job you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying before, before just, you had the big birkin bag exactly <laughs> before like you had the future and so it's just like now is and it's just like but now i see your character change mm. now that you have something and so it's just like now that should cause her to have a seat take a seat back and reflect and be like well, now, now that I see a character change now, better now than now in a marriage. Come on. And, well, that's it, period. Yeah. Better no, now. <laughs> better now. Man, we don't even got to go no more. Better now than in a marriage. Because <laughs> I don't have to try to make up a scenario, but literally, if you see the character, if someone shows you who they really are, yeah. believe yeah. them. Yeah. You better, you better see it. You better see it. Hey, because that's just who they is. Um, Lindsay, what about you? Mm, I think Lauren's hit the nail on the head on this one. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, one thing to add, just because I think we're talking about fear, um, sometimes we have, like, we have the ability to, like, manifest what it is that we, we're fearful. Because, like, we spend so much energy on it, like, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, you know, like where you'll you'll think about it so much or you'll talk about it so much or this fear will be so heavy that like you kind of push it to happen. It reminds me of a scripture in Job where he's like, the thing that I fear the most has happened to me. Mm -hmm. And it's like we like we don't realize how much like power like the Bible says like is in our tongue. We don't realize how much power are in our thoughts and the things that we entertain and the things that like we choose to listen to. And so I feel like sh in a way, as much as like, like Lauren said, like that fear is a red flag. Sometimes we're also manifesting things that we do not desire. And so also being cognizant of that. Mm. Dang, that's really good. 
um, kind of just like going off both what you guys said, I think it's just really important to know that if this guy is not making promises, something that Lawrence said, if he, if he's not, if there's, if you don't see the purpose, if he's not making promises, or even if the girl is, and, and obviously not like big promises, you said what? Committed. Yes. Commitments, not promises like, oh, girl, I'm going to buy you a house. Like, no, <laughs> promises of commitment in the, like, you know what I'm saying? Because when somebody affirms you and you really believe them, you, they're not, they're not capping. You know what I mean? Like you, they let them affirm you and, and also like express these concerns and see how they react. You know what I mean? Cause if they're kind of just like, dude, I don't know what the future holds. Then it's like, Oh, well, neither do I, I gotta go. Like, you know what? Well, I do. And it ain't with me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> you know? So like if they're if you express these concerns and they're like not really giving you the vibe you expected, just listen, this ain't six flags, baby. Don't let it be too many flags. Just just go with it. Take the flag and run. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. Like people be wanting it to be six flags. Uh, great adventure. Like, no, baby girl. I just need yeah. one flag and I'm gone. Okay. Not even a red. Don't let it be yellow. Okay. It reminds me of you saying that reminds me of this devotional that Mike and I did the other day and it was talking about how like sometimes you gotta it was like sometimes like <laughs> you can't wait to like address things like when there's fire. Like don't wait to see the fire. Like the first sign of smoke, you should be out the house type of thing. And that's essentially Mm. what you're talking about. Like that first warning sign says, take it and run. Like don't wait for the other five to follow before you um, realize that there's a bigger issue here. Yeah. Don't be once again, planning your future around someone that you don't have security with. You know what I mean? That there's no security in the relationship. It's just, it makes no sense. Um, Yeah. And you know, the sad thing about this, uh, girl is that I did get another DM from her stating that the relationship did in fact end um which mm-hmm. goes to show that like if you do have fears you know he ain't sh- <laughs> <But> <laughs> if it, it, it goes to show that if there are signs you know I think this is this is also a concept of understanding that like I think the fear of her not understanding how much of a prize she is and how amazing she's going to be after college, let let her settle yeah. and let her think that she wasn't worthy of this uh, this guy who wasn't actually worthy of her. Mm. Um, and so a lot of this goes back to just self-worth and understanding who you are and who God has created you to be. Um, outside of that, then you can like, you know what I'm saying? If you're not confident in who you are as a person, there's no need for you to be in a relationship with someone because you just don't even know who you are really. Um, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's, that's just, that's the tea here, baby. You guys have any last thoughts? Um, as it pertains to the relationship, I'd say sometimes like we don't even realize the things that, and it, the things that happen to us sometimes, like, we don't even realize that they're a blessing in disguise. Like, girl, you might be sad now. You might be heartbroken now that the relationship huh? work. But let me tell you, I promise you, God has bigger and better. Like, okay, he got a six-figure job. And so, is he Is he the first? Will he be the last? You know, um, I think that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that one is just on period. Yeah, I think that, like, she should just, 
thank God, like Lawrence was saying, that it's better that she that this happened now than than later, you know. And so I think that she should, in all things, give thanks and know that mm. God still has like a a plan for her life that will like blow her mind, and that she should just be patient. And the right person will come, and he won't be phased by any job, any schedule, any is mm. going on, you know. So it's a blessing in disguise. Lord. Um, I don't remember the exact scripture, but I know that the big message that I got from the scripture is that God is an investor and he is the resources to our futures. Mm-hmm. Like he, and I think it kind of goes to that we are his workmanship mm-hmm. and, you know, he's going to complete the thing to the end. Like God has has made a a good plan he has a good future he has plans for you uh of good and not of evil to give you an expected end and a a hope and a future like he has planned such a great future for you Mm -hmm. and if he's planned so great of a future for you and he's an investor in it and he's the resources for it he's not gonna allow it to fail because he gonna, he gonna want his R O I, okay? <laughs> okay. And because he gonna want that glory in the end. Period. And because, okay. like, he literally, he yeah. wants to the glory, glory out of your life. Period. And so, find your value. Uh, continue to mm-hmm. find your value, who you are, in 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 Christ. I'm gonna promote. Christian background, but you know, it's just like find find your value. I think uh, reading Matthew chapter six, where he reminds us that your life is more valuable than food, it's more valuable than clothes, it's more valuable than that six figure job, it's more valuable than the stock market, it's more valuable than coronavirus, Mm -hmm. it is more is more valuable than that man or that woman or that crush that you got, Mm -hmm. and so. realizing your value and the last thing my last point is pray about everything Mm. you got to pray about everything it says cast your anxieties on him for he cares for you you know take all prayers and supplications to the lord and prayer if any man lacks wisdom let him ask of god like pray to god and I, i like the beautiful thing about casting i don't know if you've ever seen uh, somebody go fishing and mm-hmm. they have to like throw the rod mm-hmm. or throw the net out. Yeah, or, that's what he literally means. Like cast your anxieties, like throw it on I, him. Like joint, get rid of it. Don't hold on to it at all. Let it go. Let it go. You you go into your prayer closet and you tell God all about. I'll be all about everything, all about what's going on with your mom, all what's going on with your dad, all what's going on with your mental health, all what's going on with school, all what's going on with your future. You go and you just throw it on him because you know what? Unlike your friends, he want to hear about it. Mm. He care about it. He, mm. Your friends are getting sick and tired of you coming to them about the same old issues. He don't get tired of hearing about it at all. He gonna listen to it like it was the first time you said it. And not only that, because he's an investor and he's the resources, he's gonna download something into you because you humbled yourself and you came to him and was just like, Daddy, I need some instructions. And he's like, you know what, daughter? I got some instructions for you. Son, I got some instructions for you. Here it Because I am an investor in your future, I'm gonna get the glory out of your life but i ain't come to preach you but you just preached 
Lawrence King. You ain't come for a word yet, but you got it, baby girl. Okay. Yo, Lawrence, you just took us to church and back and slapped us with the Bible and looked at us. And you, you casted it on to us. Dang. Get rid of me, y'all. Get rid You better cast your cares. If you don't get nothing from this podcast today, you better cast your cares unto the Lord, okay? Um, but that is it for this episode, guys. Tell them where to find you, Lindsay. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Crown by Grace. Again, no E in the crown. Lawrence Green. You can follow me on all social media platforms as either Lawrence Green or at a king since birth. Love you, kings and queens. Boom. It's your girl, Mo Diggs. Don't forget to follow me at Mo Digger with two E's and three G's, as well as the at a convo with Mo page. Um, I don't know if you guys, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw, but um, Google Play now has a its own app. So if you're like a Samsung user and you don't want to use, um, not a Samsung user, but an Android user and you don't want to use Spotify, you don't want to use SoundCloud, you can download the Google Play app. Um, that's where I listen to my church's um, podcast as well as like other podcasts. Um, it's really dope. So make sure you guys go check that out. We are live there. Um, and yeah, you guys stay tuned. We told you guys we're switching it to Thursday, seven Thursday, 9 a.m. now. Um, as long as this quarantine is happening, we will be recording and posting to you guys. Um, the quality isn't going to be as elite, but we're doing our best. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. Uh, bye guys. Oh wait, we're ending in five, four, three, <laughs> two, one.